Hello, welcome back to the Midwest Shenanigans podcast. Um, Sunday afternoon, I've got a stomach full of Subway sandwich and deer jerky that we made this weekend. And um, I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to talk about deer hunting, um, rabbit hunting, a little more shed hunting from last week. Um, just kind of, you know, share experiences. But um, first, let's talk about uh, deer hunting stories, I guess. Um, and then we'll talk about the deer jerky, how we made it and everything. Um, so, first I'll start with the deer I shot this year. Uh, 152-inch deer. Um, pretty nice, but uh, there's really not a whole lot of story behind that one. We were, I mean, it was a pretty nice day for the first day that it had snowed this year. I remember that. I think that has something to do with why I did get a chance at that buck. It, they were all moving. My dad even said he th- he thought there would be a good chance um, that they would be moving after the first snow. Um, so we decided to give it a shot. I think it was a Saturday. Um... And we walked out to our, we have a little wagon blind, um, (coughs) over a food plot, which is just mowed down corn, so it's like 150 yards to the other side of it, so, um, yeah, we, we got in there, that thing is a magnet for mice, every time, every weekend we go in there and there's another mouse nest, and we keep having to dig them out, and it it sucks. I don't know how they get back in there so fast, but in the summer, there's a bunch of wasps in that wagon. That always sucks, too. Um, even, like, youth season. I don't hunt youth season, but when I did, the wasps, because it was still pretty warm out, so there would still be wasps, and... I, I, when I was so much younger, I would always get scared of them in that blind, but we went in there, sat down, and, uh, my older cousin was on the other side of our food plot, and on the other side of that hill, but, like, I don't know, like, under... We're basically on this big hill, and um, farther past our food plot is, down there is a field right on the bottom of the hill, and then he was on the other side of that field, like five or six hundred yards away, so there was no risk there um, of a muzzleloader round, Um, and he... We were watching deer. They slowly started coming out. I don't know when it was. Four o'clock, probably. <coughs> and um, they saw a couple does, not much. And then we saw a 
decent buck. Really narrow, but he had a lot of mass. And we didn't plan on shooting him. Um, just kind of checking him out. And maybe next year he'll be nice too. But we were checking him out. And um, I actually had the binoculars on him. And I look to my left. And there is, like, just, like, through the binoculars, I just, like, move my eyes slightly to the left because I see a little movement. And then I'm like, holy crap, that is a bigger buck that I might, that might be big enough to shoot. So I handed him to my dad, the binoculars, and he checked him, he checked it out, and he was like, yep, that's, that's a pretty nice buck. And so... I was able to control myself, but before, a week or two before, I we saw a nice buck. We don't think it was the same buck, but we think it was, it's pretty similar in size. And I don't know why I could just not stop shaking. So, um, and we only had our 350, which isn't as accurate as my dad's muzzleloader. <coughs> so we never got a shot on him. I was shaking so bad, and... So he only came into like one forty and for three fifty for our three fifty. Anyways, we don't have the the right weight of bullets, so it's um not very accurate. But my dad shot a couple deer with it. It's a Savage Model one ten or ten. I think it's one ten. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. Um. Our buck, that the one I shot, when I saw him and my dad looked at him, we were like, yeah, that's that's a nice buck. And he just slow, like really slowly was eating and making his way closer. <clears throat> so just very slowly, like it probably, once he entered the food plot, 160, 50 yards, it took him probably 15 minutes 20 minutes to get within range at 100 yard, 120 yards, which was my kind of comfortable shooting distance. Um, and then he, I was just, I would not, I couldn't blink. My eyes were just locked on that deer until he came all the way in and he finally turned and he was eating. So his neck was down. His back legs were kind of close to his front legs. Not like, just in comparison to like what, how they would normally be standing. So he's kind of hunched up. And um, this kind of caused his vitals to just be a little bit smaller. Not not by a whole lot. But um, he was actually quartering towards us farther than we thought he was. So when I did, I remember the gun, I already had the gun out the window for like, as soon as we saw him, and, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention why I brought my cousin, who was down on the hill, I brought him into the story, because after we saw this buck, like, two minutes later, we, we got a text from him that said, I just saw a nice buck walking up that hill, (coughs) and it took a couple minutes to send, which is why it was delayed, but, um, and then I, I got that text, and I was like, yep, he's already here. Um, and then I remember putting the crosshairs on that deer, and I just 
tried to block out the antlers and tried to just stay still and squeeze the trigger, but I I kind of kind of jerked it a little and I still made a good shot. I just wish I should I should have uh, focused a little more. I mean, I was focused, but um I I couldn't really think. I was so um excited and um I was so focused that I wasn't thinking about the the simple things. So I did kind of pull it more than squeeze it, but not to the point where I missed the vitals. I probably only missed from where I was aiming by like a couple inches. And I always aim right behind the shoulder. So um, it was a good shot. And we found him oh, 50 yards from where I shot him. And I really cool experience, really cool deer. Typical 10 point. Just like my one from a couple years ago, which is a lot smaller. But that was my first buck, so that's um, why, you know, we weren't going to wait for 150-inch deer when I was, like, 11. And that was, like, how many years ago? But, <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, real. that was a lot of fun. Um a really cool deer too and I will always remember that but um we also my dad has a story that he's told me a couple times um and I just I sometimes I forget about it so I ask him exactly what happened again and he was I believe doing a drive with his friends like, this was probably 10 years ago when this happened. I don't know. But, like, it wasn't recent. The steers in our basement, shoulder-mounted. They were doing a drive, and it was... This deer was kind of up on a hill from him. Not, like, on the horizon of a hill, but just, like, up a hill. And it was kind of running, and he pulled up on it, and he shot it, and he thought he hit it good. And then the deer slowly turned towards him and ran towards him. And basically this deer said, if I'm dying, so are you. And he ran towards my dad. My dad ducked behind a tree. And the deer hit its head on the tree that my dad was hiding behind and fell and died right there. And that, I think, is the coolest thing. I don't know. I can't imagine how exciting that would have been. But, um... It, I, I remember that story because it just sounded so cool to me. Um, <clears throat> this weekend I went rabbit hunting a little bit. Um, love how I just changed the topic like that. Actually, let's talk about deer jerky first. We made some over the weekend. Um, we got this high mountain jerky um, seasoning. <clears throat> and it has cure with it too. And we have to just let it sit with that seasoning in the fridge overnight. And then we smoked it for five hours. Five hours. And it was, it's my first time I've ever helped making jerky. And 
it it tasted really good. I I want to do that again. We still got quite a lot, so it's it's really good. Um. Anyways, I think we can talk about rabbit hunting now. I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun when you shoot one, but walking around in the woods and basically, um. You're just walking a marathon is what you're doing. <laughs> because if you want to kill a rabbit, if you live in an area like where I live, you you can't just go out into the woods and find a rabbit. Like, you have to walk. You have to cover area. Now, sometimes you'll... Like, I know there's a rabbit that's always been in the same wood pile. And I just... He'll never give me a shot. He's so sneaky. And, um... So if I go out there, sometimes I'll see him. Today I didn't. Um, I don't know what if it's time of day or what, but hopefully next week, next weekend. I believe it's the last week for rabbit hunting, as I believe it ends in the end of February. So next week is our last week for that. Hopefully we can get some because those guys taste really good. Um, we did, however, find a shed from yesterday. I was with one of my friends. We were rabbit hunting. We almost shot. We had a couple of chances, actually, but those, um, those rabbits, I don't know. They, they always found a way to get away. Um... You just walk around and hope for the best, make some noise, and uh, hope you can kill one. So it's, like I said, walking a marathon is how I would describe it. it you, have to, you have to walk a lot if you want to get a chance. Unless you live in a really good spot where you know there's tons of rabbits. I know people have those spots. Um... We have a pretty good spot for rabbits, but it's not... They're, they're really spread out. There's so many wood piles in our um, woods that you just... You don't know. Like, it takes so long to cover all of them. And 99% of them aren't going to have rabbits in them. So, sometimes you're, you, you go through a wood pile, nothing. You make noise... Nothing comes out. Then you see a, a couple down trees, small down trees. Like, yeah, hey, there's nothing in there. Might as well not, not go check it. And there could be three rabbits in there, and you'd have no idea because they're just spread out. Um, the families of rat or the groups of rabbits are spread out. So you have one group here, and like three hundred yards that way, there's another group, and then. They travel through, like, back and forth, but they never stay, um, or no, they never, they never really travel in the day, so they're always going to be at their, their little dens during the day when you have to hunt them. Can't shoot rabbits at night unless you have an open field and night vision with a twenty-two or... 
which I think would be fun. I kind of wanted to do that. Or coyote hunting. Coyote hunting would be a lot of fun. My dad has gone coyote hunting quite a bit. He has a fur hide for... He has a hide from a coyote he shot with his two twenty three. I've always wanted to go coyote hunting. I haven't, though. Uh, It sounds like a lot of fun. So was I saying that we found a shed? I believe I was. We found a shed yesterday while we were rabbit hunting. It's nothing huge, but it is... Um... You know, it's a young deer, eight point. I don't have a picture of it, but it's nothing insane. But next year, who knows, maybe that deer will blow up and hopefully he'll be a nice buck. But I am looking forward to next year archery. I shot my first deer with a bow this year. Um, It... It was the probably one of the most exciting experiences of my life. And I was actually in the wagon blind where I shot my nice buck out of. That's the same spot that I was when I shot my doe with my bow. That rhymes. Um, it's a tight window. It's like only maybe a foot or two. No, not two. I'd say it's a foot um, tall window, like, opening. So I had to, like, sit back a little bit and just make sure my arrow wasn't going to hit anything. And I had, I knew I could, I knew I could pull that off because I'd tried it the day before. I just sat in there um, just to kind of see if I could get my bow to shoot out of that. And I figured I could. And ideally, at 20 yards would be the best. And I kind of just took my bow. Um, and I was like, maybe I'll see some good bucks out at a distance. And um, I didn't really expect to shoot anything <laughs> from that blind with that one-foot um, open window. But um, a doe, a really old... Um, had a really long nose, so you could tell it was old, though. Started out at, like, 60 yards, and just really pretty fast came walking in, and I was like, oh, this this dude's gonna give me a shot. And so then it got to, I was just watching it with my rangefinder. It's like 35. And I, like, look around for two seconds at the other deer. <laughs> 25. And then... I was like, oh, wow, this this dude's getting close. So then what I did, it kind of turned sideways right at, like, 22, 21 yards. I ranged it, and it slightly came towards me again. So when I was drawn back, I was like, that's about perfect, 20 yards. I wouldn't say it's quartering towards me. I'd say it's pretty much 100% broadside. Not quartering away, though. Maybe just the slightest quartering towards me, but, like, Nothing extreme, like still a pretty good bow shot. And I put it right behind the shoulder, and it was just a little farther than what I thought, I believe. And I, it dropped down kind of into the heart. It probably only dropped 
two inches lower than where I was aiming. Maybe three, but it was a good shot, and it ran to the other side of the food plot, right down the middle of the food plot. Um, she had her tail tucked in, so you could tell she was hit good. Um, I couldn't even see where the arrow was. I didn't see it sticking out of her, so I knew it had gotten penetrated good. Um, and then I saw her fall down at the end of the food plot, and I was so excited. I called my dad. I walked down there. I was confident that I saw her go down, and yep, there there she was. Um, I have a Hoyt Clash. I think now it's at 55 pounds. Maybe not quite 55, 50. It's probably 50 or 55. Uh, I just got some new arrows for my birthday, actually. 12 of them. They're really nice. I need a new Whisker Biscuit, though, for next year. I'm going to have to get on that. Maybe convince my dad. Buy me a new one. Um, that's that's really going to do it for today's episode. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, I like making these. Let me know um, what I can do to improve them. You can just comment on any of my Instagram posts. I think I only have one public right now. But uh, I appreciate you listening, and I will see you all in the next one.